welcome to today's episode of Dum Dum Die. That, that sounded like pretty cool in, in my mind. Uh, because <laughs> I'm not wearing headphones, so I'm assuming it's awesome. <laughs> the all-female, all-awesome D&D adventure run in my homebrewed world of Kalandos, which you may or may not be hearing more about in a future episode where it will be me. May or may not explaining. So, <laughs> I'm Carla, and I'm your game master. And around my table, I have some amazing players who are going to introduce themselves now, starting with Rain. Hi, this is Kurt, and I play Rain. Hi, this is Kirst, and I play Oriol. Hi, my name is Nicole, and I play Dobby. And I'm Wednesday, and I play Zantelarian. So this is episode six, and to recap what has happened in episode five, if you don't want to listen to it, but I really feel that you should, and I mean, we can wait. Here's Kirsten as Oriel, explaining what happened in episode five. So in episode five, uh, we went into a river, and we went down the stairs with this weird misty lady who just made a cloud around herself, and she... Took us to the mistress, but not to the mistress. She took us to the men. And then there was like this big room with a lot of ice and men inside the ice. And then uh, I thunder waved and nearly killed everyone. I shouldn't look so excited. (laughs) She's smiling and laughing. It's hilarious. (laughs) And uh, then thankfully, uh, Biggin saved Darby. And this really pretty lady came in and sounded really feminine when I thought it was the half thing talking. And that is exactly what happened. <laughs> I, lo- I love character recaps because I'm like, oh, that's what you took. Good to know. <laughs> and, and, and it's fun because, I mean, they can all listen to the podcast and re- recap. Unlike in real life where, where you're like, what did I write here? It sounds like I wrote like Thieves Daggers. What is that? Although Thieves Daggers does make what sense. What is trunk? Do not open. <laughs> <laughs> it's like those uh, D&D um, sayings taken out of context. I actually posted on a Facebook group one of our uh, sayings from last week where I was like, I'd taken out of context the thing of give him the sexy time potion to mount the horse. <laughs> People were amused. It was amusing. <laughs> so <laughs> we are currently in initiative. Um the mistress has just said something to um, Oriol, uh, laughing, because Oriol suggested to the passed out man that she, w- she and her companions were going to save them all. Oh, and wait, she said, do you want it the easy way or the hard way? And then laughed really evilly. Yes. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm allowing you guys to answer said question as we go into an initiative, the initiative roll again. Well, you're not going to roll again. I mean, like, the, the list. I've got the list. Don't worry. I'm a professional. <laughs> you are? Trust me. I'm the GM. <laughs> so. Uh, I, I'm not close enough to her to answer, I don't think. I'm still staring it at the It is a small room. You did Thunderwave and then The easy way then. <laughs> oh. Is that? Oh, well. Um, I mean, you could just leave and then that would be the easy way. And you see, as she says that, the wall that was uh, blocking the entrance and blocking her does seem to make a space for um, a human-sized person to move. Past, she's like, leave with everyone in here. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said you wanted it the easy way. I'm just asking, lady. That is the easy way. 
Oh my gosh, aren't you the cutest little half orc I've ever seen? <laughs> oh, I see why why Simonon didn't choose you to bring. Now, where's the? She did mention there was another man. Hmm. So, are we still taking it the easy way? Depends. The, the doorway is still open. Depends. Can we take the men with us in the easy way? Well, I'll allow you to take the half-orc. You'll notice that there's no... Uh, uh, Rain knows there's no other half-orcs in that village. <laughs> <laughs> Dobby is the only half-orc in the village. What's the hard way? She's okay. smiling so evenly. <laughs> I can't do it. Um... Well, you can see, and the doorway is, it's looking like it's, the wall is starting to form again and close the gap that she had made. Damn. It looks like it's going to have to be the hard way. I don't know. We could take our Darby. <laughs> Darby. It's Darby. I know it's Darby, Darby. Oriole, she wants to keep Zant. Oh, there's another. I knew there was. Rain. Rain. <laughs> Thank you so much. You're such a kind dwarf. I might make an exception for you. And then she makes a, an opening in the in the wall again, but this time it's dwarf-sized. <laughs> and she's like, oh, and you can bring Simonon with you. And then you hear Simonon whimpering, and the mist cloud gets thicker around her as she's lying on the floor. All right then, hard way it is. And she closes the, the, the gap. And the wall in front of her, like the force field in front of her, seems to solidify even more. And she's like, well, let's have at it. <laughs> and that brings it to Santalorian. Okay, out of game question. Can I, is she in the room enough for me to throw a dagger at her? Um, from, she, from where I am hiding. You could throw a dagger at her, but uh, she's not in the room. She's on the cusp of the doorway still. I want her to be inside so I can get a better shot. So can I hold that action, please? You can, you can hold that action? Um, are you going to be looking while you do that? Yes. Okay, so roll perception for me. Seven. No, she's really, like, she appears blonde. Uh, you'd guess. Yeah. <laughs> she appears blonde. And that, that force field looks forcey. Forcey. <laughs> Dobby. Yeah. It's your turn. I know. <laughs> I was just like... thinking. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> mm. out of game question. Mm -hmm. So if I had to cast a, cast a spell, it still wouldn't hit her because she's behind the force field. You have no way to know that, but uh, knowing magic, I mean, that's not a, uh, like an answer. uneducated guess. Okay, Darby's going to hold. Here we go. All right, uh, roll position for me. Oh my god. <laughs> what did you get? Uh, one. A, a one? Yeah. Oh, well, six. Six. Okay, but so you saw. Yeah. <laughs> so, then one, guys. <laughs> yeah, so one is, a, is a, a critical fail. Usually, like on skill checks, it, it doesn't count, but in combat, it, it, it does. But I like to play with it um, doing something hilariously awful every time. Okay. No matter when you roll it. So as you look at um you you're like trying to figure out what you're gonna do and you're and you're squinting and as you squint you're like oh she's a man a blonde man 
probably a very good looking blonde man. There no luck for you there. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so uh, Biggin is still lying, uh, well, still a few feet away from the mistress, and you see a, an opening start to form in the middle of the, of the force field, and her hand reaching through, a pale white hand, as she points at um, Biggin, and she points at a couple of the the um, stalactites and the people that were starting to crack. And she says, oh, won't you join us? <laughs> and that brings it to rain. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> um, okay, so, um, little question. Mm-hmm. Is, and I don't know if this is right. Okay, no, no, never mind, never mind. Um, so, rain, she looks at Simonon. Mm-hmm. Who is lying on the floor in a, in a mist ball. In a mist ball. Yeah. Okay. Whimpering. But they still they still kind of chained together, cuffed together, right? Yes, yeah. But as I said, she because she's a human, like uh, it's not hampering you at this moment because <laughs> her arm outstretched upwards reaches where your arm would reach. Cool. Um. So um, Rain wants to. Okay, she looks at Simonon, tells her to stop whimpering. Ah no, sorry. <laughs> say it. <laughs> Can I just say it? it might be out Rain looks at Simone. It's like, you better stop whimpering right now and help us, otherwise she's gonna kill you too. Okay, what are you uh, then, are you trying to persuade her? I'm to trying do? to persuade her to possibly throw a cloud mist that we can maybe hide and duck away okay. from. So uh do do you say that? Um yes, but whisper into her ear. <laughs> okay, so roll roll persuasion and stealth for me. <laughs> Stealth whispering. Okay, um, for persuasion, I got eight. Okay. And then what's it? Stealth. Yeah, stealth. Mm-hmm. Um, stealth, I go four. Four. So you, <laughs> I go to, you, you lean down to Simonon, where you assume her face is, compared to where you can feel her hand is, but th- there's a lot of mist in this, in this room. And um, you, you say to her, <laughs> You better, you better help us out. And as you say it, you realize that by leaning down, you have found like an actual echo chamber in the <laughs> room as it bounces off all the stalactites. You better, better help us. Help us. <laughs> or else, 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 else. And stop whimpering. And then she as as that echoes. And the mistress begins to laugh some more. She's like, I'm having a grand time. I love it. You know, actually, I was going to just kill you all immediately, but now I might keep this going for a while. <laughs> it's wonderful. <laughs> I'm going to give you an action because, you know, shame. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so are you going to do anything else? Am I going to do anything? You can move. You can move. Um, okay. Uh, so she then, with with the hand that she has, with Simonon's hand that she has, mm-hmm. she tries to drag Simonon behind the closest stalactite. Uh, you you can do so because uh, the room is is still small. So even if you're moving half speed because you're dragging someone, it, like even moving half speed, you'd cross the whole room. So uh, are you looking for a particularly fat stalactite? Any any particular stalactite? <laughs> quite a um, what a dwarf like oh what a dwarf with sized stalactite because Simonon can just lay 
behind me and be misty. So there, is, there, is, there are some dwarves in the village. So there is a dwarf male in the village, uh, which you go and hide behind. Um, and you are slightly shorter than him. So um, for those of you looking, you see a stalactite and mist behind it and possibly a ha- human hand hanging randomly on the side. Oreo. <laughs> Oreo wants to uh, cast, she wants to delay her action until she opens the force field again, like when you saw the ring with her hand. <coughs> uh, she wants to delay her action until a hole opens again and then cast uh, a firebolt. Okay, perfect. At that, Biggin, who was looking at the force field, begins to turn around. And the stalactites that the mistress had pointed at, there were about four of them, begin to crack even further as you can see something, see the men inside the stalactites moving, trying to get out of the stalactite. Biggin lifts her her weapon and she goes to slice the nearest stalactite where one of them is moving. And she does so, she... She shatters the stalactite and you see a human, a human male stepping out of the stalactite and he starts to walk towards Darby. That brings us to you, Zantanari. Is she finally in the room yet? No. Okay, never mind. I'm going to do it anyway. (laughs) (laughs) That's, I find that best. (laughs) Okay. Sneak attack, throwing dagger. I want to try and hit her. But first, I'm going to kiss my dagger and say, Selena, be true. Okay. I'm not going to give you sneak attack because you're going to be coming at her from the front. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, you can, are you going to run, run towards the field and stabby stab? No, I want to throw it. Oh, throw it. Good, yep. good. Okay, throw it. 20. That will hit. Do your damage. Four. As you throw the dagger, you because you had been watching so intently, you aimed for where she had opened the the hole, and it seems to have found a weak spot in that in that force field, and it went through, but you can't see what happened after that. It was the force field wavered as your dagger went through, and and then you hear the mistress's voice. There you are. Mm-mm. Darby brings it to you. So Darby wants to um, cast a spell, a firebolt spell, but exactly where Zan threw the dagger. Cool. Uh, firebolt. Firebolt. Okay. 13. As you shoot your firebolt towards the force field, it seems to be absorbed into the force field. And as it does so, you see that the force field flickers into flame the whole thing. And you realize... That the whole force field is made of flames. Actually. That brings it to the mistress. She starts to release the the force field. And she steps through. As she steps through, you see a a half-elf woman, blonde, um, Darby is very confused by this. He, he was sure she was a man. Um, a half-elf woman, uh, e- extremely beautiful, obviously more elf than, than 
whatever else she was mixed with. It's actually so much so that you you are unsure what the other race would have been that she is mixed with. And um, she's smiling from ear to ear and resplendent in a dress that looks like it was almost poured onto her. It, it moves like liquid silk as she steps forward into the room and takes up a position behind Biggin and she points at the other three stalactites that are still cracking and she says, well, go, as Biggin starts to lurch towards one, two, three, four, let's pick somebody, towards Rain. <laughs> so Biggin is under control. Mm. But Biggin, not the stalact, sorry, I, not the stalactite men, but Biggin is going towards Rain. Biggin is going towards where she last thought she saw Rain. Okay. And um, there's still the man heading towards Darby, mm. and then the other two are, are still, three well, are still cracking. Would her not walking through the force field, would that not have triggered my turn? It would have. Yes, it would have. So as she starts to drop it, so before Biggin walks towards Rin, yes, I'm yes. a professional, guys. I'm a professional. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the professional. Okay. So um. as she starts to drop the force field. <laughs> <laughs> Back a lot so loud. <laughs> so that's a, a critical fail. That's a critical fail. That's a critical fail. So what were you trying to do? I was trying to fire bolt her. <laughs> Alright, uh, roll another D20 for me. Only the green one was my wild magic table it would have triggered something. <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm only wearing the green one. Six. All right. So uh, <laughs> as you start to, um, you're like, okay, I'm, I'm going to wait for her to drop the force field. As she steps through, just her, the way she looks and the way she moves, so fluid and so beautiful, stunned you for a moment and you had prepared your firebolt and it was in your hand, but you didn't raise your hand to aim it at her. So you firebolt the guy lying on the floor. <gasps> <gasps> Who <laughs> passed out from fear? Who you here to save? So please roll damage for me. <laughs> you guys should not take me out. I'll half it because uh, you, your full attention wasn't behind it. Okay, it's nine. Half? Oh, half five. Okay, because I was gonna say nine and half. I don't half, know if you're around. Like, I was like, nine at level one for half. What? <laughs> I feel like someone cheated on my character sheet. Okay, cool. <laughs> right. So as you shoot a firebolt that um, luckily, luckily didn't gain enough steam as, as his boots start smoking oh, God. <laughs> at your feet. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. All right. So then she's, then now as she steps through, instead of just saying go, she also laughs. And everything that I said happened, happens. <laughs> <laughs> and that brings it to Rain. Um, Biggin is heading towards where you last were, but uh, I mean, she, she might pass you. Um, how quickly is she coming? Mm, she'll be there in like two seconds. To where I was, not necessarily to where, where I'm hiding. Were. Okay. Um, so what... Um, 
this might give me away. But uh, now I got my javelin. I think I've got it. Uh, oh, I still have the one javelin in my hand that I was threatening Simonon with. Yes, so, you do. So that's four. <laughs> um, so I'm going to attempt because if she and I would would I know that she's technically now controlling Bigam? Well, she told. Okay, don't worry. I'm going to try throw. <laughs> you tell me. <laughs> I'm now going to try throw my javelin at uh, the mistress. At the mistress. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Roll to attack. Hold on. Uh, it is... Okay, so it's eight. You, you raise your javelin, but trying to lean out from behind the stalactite and not let Biggin see you and have this person attached to you um, and still, like... This room is filled with stalactites, like it's a small room. You throw your javelin, which uh, I was going to say sails, but sails is um, too vivid a word. So it uh, basically bloops uh, <laughs> n- near, near the mistress, but it bloops uh, perpendicular to the floor. So it doesn't actually even get the point sticking in. It just like lands flat. Dang. As it goes... <laughs> At that point, uh, <laughs> you notice, Rain, that the, the whimpering has stopped. Mm. That's not good. And nothing happens. <laughs> <laughs> she did. <laughs> Oriole? Oriole then going to try Ray of Frost. Okay. The goddess lady and not the halfling that's below him. She also tries to put out the fire in his boots. So, <laughs> with your feet, with your hands, with my hands, and then okay. So you're leaning down and a ray of frosting. Yeah. Okay. Roll to the top. Seventeen. It hits. Oh, your damage. Seven. Seven. As you start to ray of frost. Um, it, it shoots out the icicles and she raises one of her eyebrows as she doesn't even m- move to let it not hit her as it goes into her shoulder and gets absorbed into her skin. And I mean, it definitely hit. Oh God. <laughs> All right. That brings it to Biggin. Well, 16 hit. You, Rain. Sorry, I'm looking at you, but I, I, I should have verbally for everyone, as well as Rain herself. Okay. <laughs> Will 16 hit your armor class? I, I think so. My armor class is... No. It meets. It meets. All right. Thank you. <laughs> Take four points of damage, please. As Biggin <laughs> raises her weapon... So <laughs> <laughs> just say, like, son of a bitch. No, that. she's like... She's no, like, she was like... Pink. Um, four points, sir. Four points. Four points of damage. As Biggin, having seen the javelin coming past, raises her weapon and slices towards you. Okay. Which hits and glances across your arm that's holding onto the the mist mist goal, onto Simonon. Okay. And that brings it to the human that's heading towards you, Darby. He he raises his hand and attempts to, you think, bitch slap you, but <laughs> like it came across, it, he almost basically just waved his hand in your face. Uh, the two in the stalactites 
one is starting to clamber out. You see a, 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 a dwarf starting to clamber out. And the other appears to have gotten stuck within the, the cracking of the stalactite. And the third one starts to um, stick their foot out, um, but you, you couldn't hazard a guess as to what race or they are. And that brings it to Zontalurian. Okay. <clears throat> so I'm going to step out from behind Paul. Okay. <laughs> Steps out from behind Paul. Um, and as I step out, I'm going to throw back my hood. Okay. Um, and then um, flash my very beguiling smile. <laughs> and finally, I've finally met a woman worthy of my attentions. And as I'm saying that, I'm going to walk towards where Oriole is. Okay. Because she has the healing potions. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Okay. Are you trying to persuade her? Or? No. I'm just, I'm, I'm, being, I'm being sexy, man. That's all I'm doing. I'm just trying to get to the healing potions and be sexy at the same okay, time. Okay. I'm going to force you to roll for persuasion. <laughs> He's sexy, rogue. <laughs> it's a feat. <laughs> 18. You see, you know that moment when you as a game master, you start a character and you have everything, but you're like, oh, I never have to think about it, worry about that kind of stat. <laughs> so um, she raises her other eyebrow, the, not the one that she raised at Oriole, and she says, ah, oh, Simonon was wise in choosing you. Well, uh, I'll make sure you live. <laughs> Dom, it's your turn. Hair. <laughs> he went his hair back a pot. Um, can you just check what acid splash does for me, please? It's Oriole. Oriole. As Darby turns to his memory of his half-orc wizard school, <laughs> where... What was it? Be-ook. 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 Where they, uh, like, only had one book at <laughs> the school of Be-ook wizardry, <laughs> which only one person could read. So it was, it was good it. that there was only one book. There was no need for more. It was not Darby. Um, uh, you hurl a bubble of acid... Choose one creature within range or choose two creatures within range that are within five feet of each other. A target must succeed on a dexterity saving throw or take one D6 acid damage. You could probably hit two people with that. The space is very small. I say nothing. <laughs> <laughs> as, as one of our spellcasters have, have realized, I, I've just got to say, like, I can... I, I don't know if it's just this table or if it's how fe like uh, if it's how females play, but you normally I have, like everyone's like I stab it, I do it, I throw the spell, but yeah. everyone here's like hmm maybe this is not my best choice. I'll consider but your then feelings again, as well. Like, but then I was again, like, this was is like, amazing. Spell. Um, so does Darby see what Begum was doing to Rain yes. when he sliced her? And how far is Begum from this mistress? 
So Biggin would be too far if you're trying to hit okay. uh, Biggin and the mistress. Okay. But the human in front of you, you could hit him and the mistress. And if I just aim it at the mistress? Yeah, you definitely hit her. She's totally within range. It's okay, so Darby wants to do a acid, cast an acid splash spell. Okay. Which should only hit the mistress. Okay. And Be- not the human in front of her. Well, you remember from uh, the school of Biuk that uh, your, yours is not an area effect. Yours is just a singular target. So you're pretty Yay. sure it's only going to hit one person. <laughs> okay. You need to roll a dexterity saving throw. What's the save? 13. As you uh, start to create some acid in your hands and you start to throw it, it almost looks like as it goes that her dress rises up to meet the acid and then dissolves it before returning to around her form. She's like, oh, you can cast magic. Isn't that cute? (laughs) Unlike you. Oh, you know, I was going to help Zantelarian because he looked injured and I thought I'd keep him, but now it's over for you. Haven't you died once already? Don't you think you need to die already? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even. <laughs> and that brings it to the mistress's turn. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. You basically break to someone, woman, because. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay, sorry, because I was going to do something totally different, but now I'm like, yo, you pissed, pissed this woman <laughs> off. So now I'm looking at everything she can do, and I'm like, hmm, what would be chase she? And I've got it. She oh walks God. up to you. And she, she takes the two steps to go. She, she turns to the, the human that was wafting his hand in your face. And she goes, go to sleep. And she slaps him and he falls down and passes out. And then she, she leans in, puts her face up close to your face. And she just strokes your cheek. And with that... Oh, God, that's so many times. <laughs> <laughs> Please take 23 points of lightning damage. Lightning she's damage. shocking grasp. It's too much for you. Yeah. Level one, it's too I much. Have... <laughs> what is permanent Minus death four. again? Because I think you just permanently killed Darby. I'm not going to kill her. I think it's like if, you're, if the damage goes... It's going to go minus seven. So what's going to happen... Because I'm the boss. Yeah. She, she hits you for 23. So as she strokes your cheek, everyone else sees Darby start to be electrocuted. And then she stops stroking and she grabs Darby's face and she pulls him in as she gives him a big kiss. And you start to see life start to flicker back into his face mm-hmm. as you are on one point okay. of health. And she says, now learn to speak better to your betters and this won't happen again. She's like, but you are a rarity, so as a collector, I guess I'll keep you as well. And you're going to have disadvantage on every single role you do for, from now on until, until I say so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's you had you to get. open your big trap, didn't you? Um, and that brings it to rain. But 
she is, her back is facing 90% of you guys now. Mm-hmm. Except for you, Darby. She's up yeah. in your grill. See, I took one for the team. <laughs> did you? But did you have to though? But really, like, Darby. Okay, so it's, it's Rain's turn. Shoot. It is Rain's so, turn. Um, in action, right? Oh, no, that won't work, that won't work. Okay, just, uh, I want to ask. So with actions... Can I only do, like, one thing at a time? So your turn, you have a move mm-hmm. or you have an action. So an action, um, and I allow my my players to, like, speak mm-hmm. within reason during their turn. Okay. Um, so your action can be, it's basically anything that you do that's not moving. So if you were speaking and trying to gain something from that speaking, it counted as your action. So, like, when you were trying to persuade and stealthily talk okay um so yeah so if you wanted to do two things yes. i'd allow you to draw your next javelin as a move mm-hmm. action it was as a move instead of an action as, okay all right so then you would still have an action <clears throat> to complete because you're saying with her back mostly to us mm-hmm. right and but begin has uh, Biggin is n- very close to you, obviously, because she stabbed you. I'd like to, because th- I've got uh, a battle axe and I think a hammer. Mm-hmm. No, I've got two war axes mm-hmm. that I can throw. You can? So I'd like to throw one. Okay, so you have to draw that one. Okay, so I draw one. Mm-hmm. I'm overthinking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I'd like to draw, actually, I'd like to draw both of them. Are you okay? Um... Oh, no, I can't. One. You are chained to a person, yes. I like to draw one um, hammer um, and use it to cut myself free from Simonon. Okay. Can I do that? Yeah. That my, I'm sorry, guys. Uh, roll to attack. Just don't get a one. I assume the chain is not going to resist. <laughs> It was a one. Guys, it's this box, I'm telling you. Is it a one? It's a nine. Oh, nine. Uh, it is not a one. <laughs> All right. You, uh, you manage to uh, take your war axe and slice the chain. You realize that it could have been tricky considering you don't have anything to brace the chain on. Mm-hmm. But your war axe is sharp and the mist has uh, made the chain a little bit weak. Okay. You notice that Simonon's hand flops down it uh, has no resistance in it at all as that brings it to Simonon's turn you hear Rain you hear a slight slight whispering at um, as Simonon whispers something like uh, please help us and you sense her mist starts to flow from her and starts to head towards the mistress. That brings it to Oriel. She's <laughs> tragic diary immensely for calling the mistress names and then getting shot. I'm going to give that to you as a free action. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and she's going to... Uh, she's going to... Um, Thunderwave again? But she won't. She what won't. is wrong with you people? <laughs> because then it will hit someone. Well, I mean, spray and pray. Okay, she's, she's going to take out 
her daggers and throw them both at the mistress's back. Okay. Roll to attack. And then she's also going to slap the halfling awake. You got one thing. I'm going to give you one thing. She's going to slap the halfling awake. Okay. All right. Um, After all. No, I'm going to allow you to slap him awake. <laughs> as, as you slap him, he's like, he, he starts to like lift his feet off the floor. He's like, <laughs> what? And then he looks around and he's like, he freezes and he starts to like worm his way. He's trying to like wiggle his body without making it obvious that he's wiggling his body to try and get <laughs> to the tunnel entrance and out. And he seems to be wiggling as much away from you as he is from the, the mistress. He's just like wiggly worming out. <laughs> Do you want to move? I want to talk to him if possible. I mean, as he's like, <laughs> but he's trying to be quiet. He's not very quiet. Okay. Please, please. Is there anything that you know that can help us against this woman? And I he, promise I won't hurt you again. I'm sorry. And he looks at you and he's like, you hurt me. Because <laughs> he was asleep. And then, and then he's like. And he looks at the woman and he, like, he takes in the situation very quickly because obviously his time in the stalactite has taught him that he needs to like, assess situations better. <laughs> He's like, pray to your God and hope for the best as he begins to wiggle his way out the room. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then that brings it to Zandalarian. Um, have a reached Oriel yet? Hmm? You... you can reach her. Okay, I'm gonna stick out my hand, like you know, healing potion. <laughs> quick, quick, now, can now, I, hurry up! Can I give him a healing potion? Well, I mean, I don't think you you can dig for it. I will. He okay. does so. You find it, and then I'm going to down it. Okay, you take said healing potion, and then uh, Dobby. What are you gonna do? So anything you do, you need to roll two d20s two of these okay. yeah and you take the lowest so, um, roll she is holding you she is holding your face she, and you can still feel her her breath on you on you and at the same time from where her fingers are touching you you sense a bit of static i really just want to fireball those women <laughs> oh my god rip dobby so Darby, can Darby, okay, Darby wants to cast a ray of frost spell. Okay, I mean, you can try. Since she's that close. Oh, gosh. 17. Do your damage. So as you, she's holding your face, you lift your hand to... Okay, fine. So since you're not going to... You lift your hand and you hold her hand and you take the other hand and you place it on her chest and you try and ray of frost her and you see that it does go through her clothing but it doesn't seem to have had any effect. But as you were doing that, she, she raises an eyebrow 
and it's almost as if she's listening to something. And then she turns and she says, Simonon, you shouldn't have called him. As the mist starts to form around her feet and it's whispering something. Everyone roll perception for me. No. No. Okay, what is the highest perception we got? I got 11. 10. (laughs) 10? Five. Okay. So, well, Darby, luckily you are very close. Uh, You you hear something emanating from the mist, a male voice, and it says, We have enough. Leave these bodies to rot. Return to me. And she drops her hand from your face and she says, well, I'm sure I might be seeing you again sometime soon. She turns to Zantalaren and she says, I will come find you. Samael would like you. (laughs) And she casts Time Stop, in which she freezes time and she she walks through the room. Uh, Let me see how much time she gets. She walks through the room as she she looks at um, all the our adventurers. She looks at uh, the wiggly worm who has managed to freeze in like a very awkward position. <laughs> For a moment, she thinks I could freeze him there and he'll ha- be in a lot of pain when he unfreezes. Uh, but the mist is still moving. The mist is still moving. And it seems to be flowing out the door. And she says, oh, fine. And she goes and she strokes Zantalarian's face. But whereas Dobby, she stroked with the palm of her hand. Zantalarian, she strokes with the back of her hand. And she starts to leave the room. And that brings us to the end of this week's episode of Dum Dum Die, an all-female, all-awesome Dungeons & Dragons podcast. So, um... I hope you've enjoyed it. <laughs> I know I had a great time. I know the mistress did as well. So um, please remember, guys, if you enjoyed it, please remember to rate and review us on your favorite podcast app so that um, the podcast apps know that we're, we're pretty cool because we are pretty cool. A big thank you to my players and big thank you to you as our listeners. And a big thanks to Central City Comics for helping out with the equipment. And a big thank you, well, lots of big thank yous. It's a big thanks um, to Vid, who made our awesome soundtrack. And you can find his link in the descriptions to go and listen to some of his music. As well as to Tristan, our sound engineer, who helps us stay on mic and makes awesome sound effects in between and ambience. And is just generally making the story even better. Remember, you can follow us on all the social medias at dumdumdie, spelled D-U-M-D-U-M-D-I-E, or you can email us if you'd like to chat to us um, at dumdumdiepod at gmail.com. Who knows, if you do, if people interact with us, you may or may not be seeing yourself as NPCs in the show. So, you know, do it. Also, the two people who mailed us this week, uh, you know who you are. Listen next week. Yes. All right, thanks for listening.
Who do I need to have some manga manga management classes? Manga. Manga. <laughs> manga so, so that's that's how, where you learn anger management from anime, which I think Darby already knows. It's like you judge me, I'm a I'm a shout at you, and obviously shout at someone who's way outclassing me. Manga management. Um, manga management. Anger management. Uh, um, Please keep that interesting. <laughs>